0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacey Poehler.
1: Hey there, everybody. I am excited to be here with Chris Sexton, who is owner of Horsepower Fitness um, with his wife, Alexa. They currently have a location in coming and will be opening one in the Crabapple area this fall. Good morning, Chris.
0: Good morning, Stacy. Thanks for having me.
1: Wow, yeah, we're so happy to have you here. Tell us a little bit about Iron Horse. Iron, oh, sorry, Horsepower Fitness.
0: So, Horsepower Fitness. Uh, we'll start with the name. So, I grew up on a horse farm in Cumming, Georgia, and I wanted to name it something that was kind of true to me and stayed true to my roots uh, without being too themey at the same time. So, we decided to go with um, Horsepower Fitness. And I actually have a huge um, horse tattoo on the inside of my arm as well. So I am forever tied to anything equestrian and and horse related. Um, But Horsepower started in my garage in 2018. So I'd been working at a bunch of different gyms through several years and always wanted to branch off and do my own thing. I had all these ideas and just felt kind of stifled and, and couldn't really do what I always wanted to do. So I started small in the garage and it started growing rather quickly. And I was like, okay, the HOA is for sure going to shut us down at some point because there's way too many cars in the driveway. It's really just a matter of time at this point. So I got brave and started a location and coming three years ago in 2020. And you know what else happened in 2020? <laughs> yeah, COVID did. So there was the whole <laughs> shutdown. But um, I decided to press forward and just kind of change my business model a little bit. So instead of seeing a lot of clients at once, we just specialized in one on one training and small groups that would cap it at like four people. And so going through that process and adapting the business model, we discovered that we like small groups and we want to keep doing small groups. I know everyone's name, I know everyone's injury. I know where they work. I know how many pets they have. It's just a way more personal way to get to know your clients. Um, so anyway, long story short, we kept growing that and now our small groups, we cap at 12 to 15. We found that that's kind of the sweet spot for, keeping it personal and really digging into our clientele. I used to coach classes that would have between 30 and 60 people in it. And it's, it's kind of crazy. It's like herding cats. Uh, really, you're just getting them through as safely as possible. You're not actually assessing their goals. So with this, uh, this system, we can really dig in and really get some cool results for our clients. Um, but we're three years deep at coming and there's no stopping us. We are hungry for more and we're excited to come to Crabapple and, and open up down there.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about your journey as a fitness professional, kind of what led you, um, Mm -hmm. led you to fitness and what, you know, keeps you motivated, all that good stuff.
0: Okay. So I'm not your standard uh, fitness professional who has like an athletic background. I was actually painfully shy and I did not play sports and I did not want to go to a gym and I didn't want anyone to look at me. I was afraid to go to the weight room. And I remember in, uh, my college years, I declared my major is exercise science and I wanted to be a physical therapist. And I was like, okay, well, I want to do physical therapy for sure. And I know that means I'm going to have to take classes in the fitness realm at Kennesaw state. So I just decided to turn over a new leaf. I said, no one knows me here. We're just going to lean into it. And so I remember my first class was um, exercise leadership, which is like teaching aerobics, choreographed music. So talk about a worst nightmare for someone who is shy. Um, But through that process, I discovered that I actually kind of like fitness. So fast forward and I decided to be a personal trainer while getting through college. Like I'll just go ahead and and start doing something similar to physical therapy while I'm getting that degree. And um, long story short, I loved doing personal training instead of the physical therapy and more clinical side of things. So I just decided to continue pursuing the fitness industry instead of physical therapy, just found love for it. And there was no turning back. Um, I got hired at a a large gym and learned a ton from that and was hungry for more. So then I got hired at um, a small studio gym. Learned a ton there, then got hired at a medium-sized CrossFit gym, stayed there for a few years and learned even more. Um, Just really working at a lot of different facilities and learning different techniques and different strategies. Um, I worked at seven different gyms total and really tried to just absorb as much as possible. And that kind of led us to where we are now.
1: Awesome, awesome. Um Awesome. Can you tell us about some myths or misconceptions that might be out there about maybe fitness in general, but even more specific, drilling down to the types of classes and programs that you offer? Um, I was reading something on your website about it not being CrossFit, Um, you know, what, you know, kind of what exactly it is and um, what people can expect.
0: Yeah, a lot of people who know Alexa and I, we used to compete in CrossFit back in the day, and that's actually how we met. We were on a team together competing in Miami, and um, that's kind of what started the next level of our friendship, I guess you would say. So people see us and they're like, oh, you used to do CrossFit, so that's what you're doing now. But actually, it's not true. That is a big old misconception because going through CrossFit training for, uh, I guess it was five years there were just some things that I didn't like the way my body felt doing it. Um, I had really sore elbows, really sore knee joints. Um, the, the aesthetics of it wasn't really working out for me as well. And so when I had the opportunity to create my own style of fitness, I got rid of all of those things. So anything that I felt cringy watching uh, crossFit clients do whenever they were taking my class, such as a handstand pushup. I was like, you probably shouldn't be dropping your full body weight on your head like that. you know, <laughs> You don't have to do that to be really fit. And so we took out things like um, the handstand push-ups. We took out things like overhead squats with a barbell, and a lot of the Olympic weightliftings it's really tough to coach. Um, so that is that is what makes us different. We still touch the barbell at horsepower and we're doing safe movements like a back squat or a deadlift or a bench press. But we're combining those things with bodybuilding movements as well, because isolation bodybuilding movements is what gives everyone the aesthetic goal that they want. If you're not isolating, it's going to be really hard to reach your goals. And then we sprinkle in some high intensity intervals as well. People who come from a like a boot camp style workout or something that's really cardio based. They're used to burning a ton of calories, do it all cardio. We're still doing some cardio, but we're doing the muscle building part as well. And I think that's a missing piece from those other style of fitness classes where it's all cardio based. They're missing out on that muscle building opportunity.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So what do you and Alexa like to do for fun? Are you still competing? I mean, are there other sports you like to do or other activities?
0: Well, we um we just got married a little over a year ago, so we're kind of navigating the whole newly married life as well as, you know, pursuing our our fitness journey here of opening two locations now. That keeps us pretty darn busy, but we also have two dogs. I have an Australian Shepherd named Copper and a uh, Golden Doodle named Rosie that kind of wears us out, super high energy children, little fur children, mm-hmm. I guess you would say. Um, But between running the businesses and just being newly married, and uh, I have a little addiction to uh, collecting sneakers. So that's another little hobby on the side. Between all those things, we're pretty low maintenance. You know, we just like to show up and love on our clients and love on our dogs and just live a happy life.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Can you think about maybe a hardship or challenge that you've had to overcome to kind of get to this point and be opening up your second location?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Whenever we first opened and coming, I was a one man show. It was me all by myself. So from open to close. So the biggest challenge, I have a great tolerance for having lack of sleep at this point, because we start at 530 in the morning and then go till probably 637 at night. So the biggest obstacle for me to overcome was just that initial opening phase and finding my team. You know, we're very lucky to have uh, 11 people now on staff as trainers with us and getting that dream team established. It took us the full three years to get to where we are, but we are super lucky to have the team um, that enables me to come and do these type of opportunities with you, Stacy. where I can come and, and meet new people and network and get out into the community more. When we first opened, it was like you were just in the trench all day. You were training clients and coaching classes, um, but going through all those challenges has really made it worthwhile and just a new appreciation for having that dream team. It's, it's really a challenge to develop that.
1: Awesome. Is there one thing that you wish our listeners knew about your business?
0: I would say the the misconception when people look at us online is, is that we're kind of scary and intimidating. And I would just encourage you to give that first session a try and just walk through those doors. Fitness in general is very scary. It's It's hard to take that first step. It's fear of the unknown. We are um, a love-all, serve-all gym. We welcome you with open arms and, and the way we handle it. We already know your name before you even walk in. Um, and you're just going to have a trainer with you the whole time. We're going to hold your hand and guide you through. We are not that scary, I promise.
1: <laughs> I saw um, something on your website about Spark Fitness, which it looked like a youth <laughs> or um, performance athlete training. Are you going to be doing something like that in Crabapple?
0: Yeah, we are. We have a coach. His name is Evan, and uh, he specializes in youth performance and kind of cultivating an area for kids to feel comfortable to learn um, some more basic exercises and proper technique, but then also kind of dig into the nitty gritty whenever you have those kids come in who are in sport and they're trying to get to the next level. They're also small groups, so we can dig into each one individually. But yes, he loves working with kids and teenagers and that's his specialty. It is not my specialty. It is okay to not be great working with kids. Um, I did it back in the day and after about an hour of coaching kids class, I'm like, okay, I think I'm done for the day. My energy is spent. Um, but our coach, Evan, he loves it and he thrives working with kids and just makes a huge difference. Just trying to make fitness fun, you know, that's the biggest thing. It shouldn't be a chore for kids to come in.
1: That's awesome. I think there's a lot of kids around that area with the schools right there, I'm sure. Um, oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, it's a definitely um, a great place to kind of have a, a business that can also service kids as well as adults. So,
0: yeah, I'm they can just. Watch and that's yeah. the coolest thing that I've discovered with Crab Apple is it's very much a walking community. Everyone is just kind of out and about either on bike or, or just on foot. We don't have that incoming quite yet. So that's something really different and cool.
1: Yeah. No, you will see the kids. They will be there. (laughs) Well, good deal. Why don't you tell our listeners kind of where they can find you, where they can find you online or social media? Um, We know um, that you'll be opening in the fall in the Cobb Apple Market, but where can we kind of look at your business and, and get a sense of what's to come?
0: Well, you can find us in a lot of places because we love to be active in the community. So number one for Apple, I'm going to say the sweat sessions on the um, on the green in Apple Market, we're there every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. And the sweat sessions are all cardio-based, um, something that you can just walk in without any experience and jump right in. To find more of this, i would direct you to our, in- our Instagram. So the Instagram is at firstpower.fitness. And uh, we always post what events we're going to be doing there. Um, I know we have one coming up soon. That's also at Avalon. So be on the lookout for those dates as well. We like to do the Avalons on the green and Alpharetta as well.
1: Awesome. Good deal. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Chris. I look forward to you opening and being able to check you guys out.
0: I will see you there, Stacy. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast,
1: Milton and Moore. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPMilton.com. That's GNPMilton.com or call 470-664-4930.